Welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast, where we talk about how to experience gospel freedom. Romans 6-7 says, For one who has died has been set free from sin. On today's broadcast, Mike Cleveland, founder of Setting Captives Free, shares how you can experience the freedom purchased for us by Jesus Christ at the cross. Okay, hello everyone. This is Mike and Jody Cleveland, and we're speaking to you today from the state of Washington. And we are with a new friend today that we just met, Gail from California. Gail, thank you so much for coming and taking your time and sharing with us today. It is my pleasure to be here. We've read your testimony, and we just appreciate so much the work that God has done, is doing in your heart and life. And uh, so you are on the West Coast. You're in California, just down the down the road from us a bit here, and we're joining together by this means of electronic Zoom, and it's just good to be able to fellowship together. And um, we had agreed ahead of time to look into God's Word together. Uh, we agreed to look at Galatians 2, verses 16 to, was it 20 or 21? 20. Somewhere around there, yeah, wherever, yes. however far we can get. Uh, but thanks again for joining us. And Gail, we uh, will start here. I know you have your Bible, we have ours. So he starts by saying, we know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. It's almost as if he's setting a foundation for us that we are not justified by birth. We are in sin. Uh, we are uh, at the, the risk of the wrath of God. And it's not through obeying the law that we become justified, but by believing, by, by faith in Jesus Christ. Um, and Gail, as you look at this verse, what thoughts do you have as you consider this truth? that faith in Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation and eternal life through Jesus's blood shed for us on the cross and the rising of him three days later. But yet I live in sin here on the earth and sin either my own flesh desires that I give into that turn to sin and that still happens to me, or if I feel attacked by who by Satan um, through different temptations, because I know the Lord never tempts me. All of that temptation is from the evil one. So yeah. here it states plainly that I cannot be made right with God in my own flesh. There had to be a sacrifice, a sacrifice that was so painful and so hurtful both to the son and to the father and I'm to the spirit also that it wrenched them apart, but it fully satisfied the wrath of the father. And as Jesus shed that blood, that continues to flow at the cross for me daily, I come and I'm washed clean 
and I stand in the name of my Savior, who is at the right hand of God and prays for me daily. And so I know that that would not have happened if Jesus had not died for me. One thing I appreciate what you just said. Well, I appreciate it all. (laughs) One thing that stuck out is the cross of Christ is our only grounds for justification. I don't think you said it just like that, but I, I think that's what came through to me. Yes. Was that we have no grounds upon which to stand to be right with God, except the suffering and death and resurrection of Jesus, by which you and I are justified. We're fully made right with God. But then you brought out this point, which I, I believe verse 17 says what you just said about sin. You want to read that, Gail? Uh, Verse 17 says, but if we in our own endeavor to be justified in Christ, we too were found to be sinners. Is Christ then a servant of sin? Certainly not. You get the feeling that he broke the lead of his pencil as he wrote that Mm -hmm. last phrase. Certainly not. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Emphasis. Yeah. Uh, he's not promoting sin. He's removing sin. Yes. He's dying for sin. He suffered for sin. And so he obviously that isn't promoting it. That's crucifying it. Um, Gail, as you as you think about your your own life and just share your story a bit. But this whole aspect of finding ourselves among the sinners, that means after we're justified, oh my, I still stumble. Yes. Uh, Find myself among the sinners still. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what what has been your experience with this? I know you took the weight loss course and I believe boot camp and follow-up. Is that right? Yes, I did. Your story with that. My story was, is that I have watched my weight my whole life from when I was a small child I remember my mom putting me on a diet. And so I strived my whole life until about three months ago to do it in my own strength or in what the world told me how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Diets, uh, tracking, um, this plan, that plan, whatever was going on. Um, so excuse me, I lost you. Oh, we're here. We can still hear you. Oh, good. Um, so anyway, I know that I am in my savior. I know that I have been saved. I know that it is only through the blood of the lamb that I can be Excuse me for just a moment. Sorry. That's okay. Um, So it is so, I'm going to just regroup here. I thought I had my phone off. (laughs) Um, So in doing all of that, through the pandemic, the Lord started planting a seed in my heart to learn to lose weight 
but frame it through Christ. Mm. So I just got so fed up with the program I was using. I quit it. I tried it on my own, no success. Um, and just started hating myself in this realm of my life. Mm. Knowing God loved me, but this I didn't think had anything to do with my Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, came to find out that was wrong. So the Lord led me uh, first to the book first written by you, The Lord's Table. And then he said, no, that's not where you're supposed to be. And so led me to the online course of setting captives free, the boot camp. Mm-hmm. I started it and was given the most wonderful mentor named Colleen. And, and she started walking with me through this. Well, about five lessons into it, I started getting attacked. And mm-hmm. I did the lesson, but I said, I'm just about ready to quit this. Mm-hmm. But later on, as I worked through the lesson, God showed me that it was not Colleen I should be leaning on. Mm-hmm. She was there for guidance, but not to lean on. It was the Lord mm-hmm. I needed to lean on. Yes. And so at that point was a critical point that I started drinking up, soaking up like a plant that has had no water for a long time, all the truths of the Bible in this particular area of my life mm-hmm. and started quit the tracker finally put the scale away and it taken it has taken me to this month june three months to finally put it away for a longer period of time because i wanted to monitor my success well that's not where my success is my success is in my lord and how i feel and how my clothes fit and everything so i worked through the boot camp at that point was offered the chance to talk to you and said, nah, I'm not, I don't like that kind of, do that kind of thing. <laughs> Did all the follow on course. And um, Colleen again, walked me through that because I was so fed by her input, her biblically, biblically truth input that Jesus is the only way and by the blood of the lamb is the only way that she walked me through that course. And I, and through the end of the boot camp and the follow on cards, we started having a discussion of, I wanted to help other people, which led me to do the mentorship course where Joyce from Australia um, just walked me beautifully through the mentorship course and came to uh, applying to be a mentor. And I must admit the day I um, put it in, I was so nervous. It was like applying for a new job. Now <laughs> I've, been, I've been retired for nine years and haven't had to apply or be under anyone else, you know, for a long, long time. So I was, and then now I'm working under Kelly and I know I'm really probably close to being Kelly's mother's age. I've seen a picture of her and on Marco Polo, but the Lord has said to me, you will be 
you are under me and who I put over you to lead and guide you is where I want you to be. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of humbleness, a lot of pride had to be swallowed because my goodness, I've always been one. I can do it myself. Mm-hmm. Well, the last three months has told me, no, I could not do it myself. So I am so grateful uh, that one mental image that really led me to verse 20 here in our passage was Christ on one side of the cross and I hanging back to back. I think that's in boot camp. And that is the image that has stayed with me through this whole journey that I've been on. So I love Galatians 2.20, but I know we're not there yet. (laughs) Well, I appreciate so much this aspect of getting the background on your story. Um, If you look at verse 18, he's saying, if I rebuild what I destroyed, then I really would be a lawbreaker. In the context of Galatians 2, Gail, he's referring to when we come to the cross, we're destroying sin. And sin is dead. And sin is dead. And the thing about that is, now we've gone from talking about being justified to how we then mature in Christ. In other words, we've gone from simple faith in Jesus to save me from the wrath of God to how then do I go on as the Galatians were trying to perfect themselves, moving on? How do I grow? I'm going to turn to the law and keep the rules. No. When you come to the cross, you've actually at that point destroyed sin. And so we, we are not about to rebuild it by going back to the law. We are now living in the freedom that Christ purchased for us. Um, what thoughts do you have about that? And as you were listening to Gail and Right. Well, I was just struck by um, you, how, how coming to the cross gave you the mind of Christ, that humility that really um, affected your heart and allowed you to learn from people who are younger, technically, or maybe have less experience than you or something like that. You just were able to, at the cross, by looking to Jesus and seeing his humility and his sacrifice, receive that in your heart and have it flow out of your own life. And I just thought that was so beautiful. Thank you. Uh, You know, I, verse 18 speaks to me because there have been times in this, through these courses where the thoughts of, oh, how about this? How about that? Um, I I was even recommended a book, um, How to Control diabetes because I'm diabetic. Mm. And so I started reading it, but Christ in his infinite wisdom gave me a daughter who became my accountability partner. And she looked at me one week and said, mom, are you falling again for another program? Mm. And she has in the, yeah. And it was. And so it has some really good basic things. It sits on my shelf because it has some nice recipes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't looked at it since that point because I've been a diabetic for a long time and it's fully controlled by what I eat now. 
I am on no prescription medicine. Wonderful. Um, in fact, one of the wonderful things that I have been able to do is lower my high cholesterol. Mm. It was high. And before I started the program, the doctor said, we, you can do this or this. And so I chose a more natural way of mm. eating differently. And I went back and she's, I had lost a few pounds and she said, okay, well, what did you do? And I looked at her and I said, my focus is on my Lord and savior, not on food. And yep. she said, I'm putting that in your chart. That is good. Oh. So that is, that was a victory um, where God said, yeah, see what you're doing is, is working. So you have to keep doing it. That's beautiful. You know, you've, you've, you've led right into verse 19 oh. by saying that you want to read verse 19. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. So how, how are we able to live for God? We have to die to the law, to self. right? Yeah. And to self and to condemnation, right? The law bring, is a ministry of condemnation, according to 2 Corinthians 3. And so through the cross of Christ, through our experiencing of this death ourselves, we are able then to, to live for God. And you just said it there. How are you living for God is in essence what she asked you. Uh, how are you living so differently through my Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ? Yeah. I appreciate that answer, Gail. Um, as we come to verse 20, which you had uh, referenced already, I can tell you're sort right. of looking at the bit to get there. Uh, <laughs> it's it's and, a precious, well, precious verse to me. Go, go ahead and go ahead and read verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Mm -hmm. uh, that brings me to tears um, because the Son of God was willing to put himself on that cross and take all of my sins, past, present, future, on himself there, die an agonizing death, defeat sin, defeat death, rise on the third day, and now sits at the right hand of God in heaven above, interceding on my behalf. And I've been left with the spirit of God, my comforter, my truth, um, the one who reminds me of Romans 8, 1, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Okay. And I now have what I need from Ephesians 6, one of my favorite passages, to stand and fight anything that comes against me. Yes. And I am a ready soldier in the army for my Lord. And the way he has chosen for me to serve him, give back to him just a little bit, I can never repay, is to speak truth into other people's life as being a mentor in this program. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I look at myself and I said, 70 years old, been a Christian over 60 years, been praying for a ministry that involved speaking truth, um, praying and 
it took the Lord breaking me down in an area of sin and to build me back up to serve him with a heart he knew wanted to serve him but didn't know how. That is precious. That that means so much to hear you say that. Um, as you as you look at verse 20, um, notice the bookends of the gospel. It starts yes. with, I have been crucified with Christ. It ends with the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah. In the middle, it talks about how we live, as if to say the cross affects how we live. He says, the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He's specifically not saying the life I now live, I live in accordance to the old covenant law. <laughs> I live in yeah. accordance to the rules handed down. No, it's by faith in the Son of God. Now, Gail, you described the cross there. It is the power of God for us who believe. It's foolishness to the world, isn't it? But it's the power of God, according to 1 Corinthians 1.18 for us who believe. But the problem that I see, and I'm sure you do as well, is that people have a hard time connecting the message of the cross with how I live, with losing weight, uh, with overcoming any sin. You mentioned earlier that God dealt with you at the cross for other sins as well. Right. Share, share a little bit about that. How is the cross transforming you to in the in the way in which you eat lose weight other sins and things like that I'll, I'll do the weight first um you know I learned how to pray for a plan and the Lord in his graciousness note knew that I was afraid of fasting and knew that Fasting for long periods of time, for me, for like if I had a surgery, I had to do that. My diabetic, my glucose numbers just flew all over the place, either too high or too low. And that was fearful to me because having diabetes, which is a silent killer for most people don't see what it does inside your body. Mm -hmm. um, the Lord said to me, okay, your plan is three small meals a day. Good. And you know, it has been that way since the beginning. Now, anytime I say, okay, Lord, is there any difference? He'll say, yeah, now you don't need the chips or you don't need the one cookie that today you have, can have one or the other, or you're letting your meals get too big. Mm -hmm. And so he keeps with a basic plan and then tweaks it. And you know, I'm learning to listen because my stomach reacts mm -hmm. because I, I have learned in the power given to me at the cross. I don't need to eat so much. Yes. In fact, I tend to buy too much veggies and then have to <laughs> eat, you know, they go bad before I can get to them all <laughs> but in 
in the other areas that the Lord has spoken to me was, okay, you don't have to be on the internet so much. It mm. had become a bad, not anything that would be considered inappropriate for myself, but I don't need to read the news 25 times a day. I don't need to check my email over and over to see if somebody is connecting with me. I need to turn off the screens more, read books, study more. And so I got involved in um, some courses that my church has been given, give, giving out. Um, I am part of an independent church here in Lancaster that is a biblically based church and teaches Jesus Christ as the only way and the cross as the only way. Amen. But they do some college level courses on the Bible. So I've taken, and it's an overview of Bible and they did Bible one, two, and three. I took Bible one and two and it's homework and reading and um, listening to lectures. And I'm currently in Bible three and I can take more if I want. So mm. that was one way that he replaced that. Shopping, um, online shopping during the pandemic became a, an easy way to spend time. So the Lord, I've done my fair share. I'm not going to say that Amazon is my friend, <laughs> but now when I go to order something, there are many times when the Lord says, no, no, no. Mm. And so I'm learning more and more to say, okay, Lord, is this right for me before I do something mm -hmm. and the power of prayer. Um, my church is back in session up in down here. And um, they started a prayer ministry at eight o'clock on Sunday mornings. And when I went back, I said, that's where I'm going. And I did. And it's been since after Easter that I've been a part of that now. And it is blesses my heart. So I'm finding that the Lord is giving me more opportunities to be part of prayer um, teams and involved in praying for our nation. So, and our every aspect of our lives. Amen. And so to summarize, what I'm hearing you saying is that the cross, the love of God in giving his son to die for you, as we focus on that, we then begin to walk by the spirit. Mm -hmm. um, because what you just described is the spirits leading you mm -hmm. he's led you away from you know time on the internet away from excessive shopping away from things that are detrimental or time wasters or whatever right. he's led you to do as you're doing in ministry he's led you to um ongoingly study and prayer ministry of prayer see gail this is what we love to hear because it tells us that this is the right focus. Not only does the word of God teach that, so we know it's right, but we see this so much in the lives of people where, you know, they'll say to us, like you said to us earlier, which is, boy, I've been a Christian since I was, I don't remember how old you said you were six or something. Six, yeah. Okay. Um, and so I've known about the cross, but it's just been recently that I've learned to focus on it 
for ongoing living. And as we do that, the spirit of God then begins to lead us. Um, So Gail, this has been really good and it will be very encouraging for people. Let me, as we bring this to a close, let me ask you, maybe somebody has tried every diet that you could imagine. I'm thinking of myself years ago. Um, has tried to, you know, they listen to the world, don't eat that, and certainly don't eat that, and don't combine those things, and you know what I mean? Don't, right. don't, don't. And yet now they're, they're hearing us talk about the cross and the spirit and warring against our flesh. What words of encouragement would you have for them to say that this is what God has given us to implement to change our lives? What, what words would you, would you have to say for them? I would tell someone what what do these things have to do each with each other is that Jesus is my all in all. Mm-hmm. He died for me. He died so that my sins are gone. I am under no condemnation from God. Mm-hmm. God sees me through the righteousness of his son. He sees me as perfect and that is hard for me to say but that's a truth that is sinking in but i have to look at what i am doing and compare it to what has been given to me do the two line up and in the weight loss no they did not i was going back to the old rules the old covenant do this do this do this track this How many points can I have for this or that? And I was in a prison. A prison I had put myself in there unknowingly because I didn't think my weight loss or any of the other things that God has pointed out to me mattered Mm. to God. Just my eternal salvation, which is secure and it has always been secure. But God took me like an onion and peeled away one little layer at a time and is still refining me so that what he's going to come out with as long as I listen to him and follow his guidance through the spirit is that I can stand and fight in this world against my own sin, against the sin sins of others that come at me and that I don't have to give in. I am a warrior and I can stand and fight and have been provided every tool, especially the truth, the word of God to stand and fight and defeat sin through the power of the cross. Yeah, we just love hearing your story of how Amen. washing at the cross has led you to walk by the spirit and war against your flesh. It's just been so encouraging and really um, enlightening, helping people to see what it's like practically lived out. So I thank you so much for sharing with us. My pleasure. I was really nervous, but I thought I can do this. We can do all things through Christ who Amen. strengthens us. Uh, right. Gail, thank you for talking with us, and let, let's let stay in touch. You're a mentor now with Setting Captives Free. 
Um, at some point, we'll want to talk about that, but let's do a follow-up in a couple of months or three to six months, whatever works for your schedule, and continue to stay in touch and maybe do a follow-up and see how, how's it going now and what are the effects of all these things we're talking about. How does that sound? I would love that. I would love to do that. All right. Great. Thank you again. This has been a podcast of Setting Captives Free. For more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom, please go to settingcaptivesfree.com. Tune in next time for more truth that sets captives free.